If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Decorating Pages is a podcast dedicated to taking you behind the scenes of the designs of your favorite TV shows and films. Each episode, I'll be sharing design stories from some of Hollywood's most famous sets, interviews from set decorators, production designers, directors, and actors about creating the look of TV and film, about their design inspirations, and stories that take sets from page to screen. Hello, and welcome to Decorating Pages Podcast. I am your host, Kim Wanup, and this is it. This is the last podcast of Emmy-nominated people for this year for production design. Uh, this episode today is with production designer Shane Fox of What We Do in the Shadows. I hope you enjoyed yesterday's episode, because um, I really liked re-watching Wednesday, and uh, production designer Mark Sruton talked all about his project there. Uh, I have been very lucky, and maybe because of the strikes, uh, people had more time to talk. But uh, it's it was been great just to talk to people and just to hear all the hard work that I know goes into these sets, but always surprised, even like with Mark yesterday talking about he built that whole city, that whole little town. I mean, that was crazy. Um, and then today with um, what we do in the shadows and the markets that they had to build and the huge bar and like just amazing amounts of work to um, make these projects come to life. But that's what we do. It's like magic. Um, what else? I talked about everything that I'm watching yesterday. kind of probably should have kept a couple uh, till today but I did forget that I'm st- I am watching Only Murders in the Building um with with um set decorator Rich Murray and Pat and Patrick Howe the production designer every episode is just too funny and um also uh, on the podcast creator writer director John Hoffman was on talking about his process too of the show so I feel like I'm fully invested now that I've talked to all those people about it and um yeah, it's just a funny show to me, and Tina Fey's back on it, sorry, spoiler, but yeah, I mean, Meryl Streep's on it, you can't, you have to, you gotta watch it, so yeah, that's, uh, besides that, I'm still, as I said, starting this um, film study series of watching nominated production design films that have been nominated for Oscars throughout the years, so I'm deep, I deep dive into that. I watched a really interesting movie that I want to talk about, but I don't want to blow it. But it's a sci-fi film, which I don't really like, from way back. Um, Nominated for production design, and it was pretty interesting. Having just done space and seeing technology and everything, and the year that this was made versus reality of when a spaceship went up, it's pretty, pretty good. I think that NASA watches those things 
<laughs> and just takes their designs. I don't know. Could happen. Uh, what else? I don't know if people outside of the Emmys get Emmy Magazine or can look on the website to get it. You might have to be a member. I'm kind of sure that you have to be. But uh, there is a terrific article um, in this month about David Milch and he presently has Alzheimer's and how they got all of these questions and answers out of him is beyond me. I, it's crazy. But I did just read his book, Life's Work, which I talked about extensively on previous episodes and I loved it and it haunted me in a sense of just sadness and that this great mind is no longer really with us. So it's really just a kind of a, a sequel almost to, to the book or a little, you know, uh, not ending because he's still alive. <laughs> but uh, if you ha- if you get Emmy Magazine, you're a David Milch fan, you should, you should read that. It's in the, what is this? The Driving Force. Rosario Dawson is on the cover. I don't know. I feel like two, two, ep- two, magazines just came out like in the last week or something I just got sometimes they they're kind of sporadic sometimes but especially during Emmy season they come out more frequently so yeah it's a good one on this episode I speak with production designer Shane Fox about her Emmy nominated series what we do in the shadows Shane has been with the show since the first season, but as the set decorator, and then moved up to production designer in this fourth season that they are nominated for. With the sets being so rich in patterns and textures, we discussed how she helped create these moods with furniture and then the design of the sets. Um, Shane also talks about the details of the vampire spaces, growing with the characters over the seasons, use of practicals and many candles to create spooky lighting mood and also the blood this uh, <laughs> yeah this emmy nominated designer also designs and sells wonderful unique and elegant hardware that she designs herself so check out her website at shane fox design I'll have, her pictures are there and then there is a link to her hardware that she sells it's amazing so i hope you enjoy side now yeah where are you are you in new york no i'm in toronto oh you're in toronto I'm canadian Ooh la la. <laughs> is that where they shoot the show yeah oh no way yeah toronto looks like staten island sort of i bought it <laughs> are you a fan of the show do you watch it i am an absolute fan of the show i was late oh. to it i did i binged it all last summer but I knew it's one of those things like, I know I'm going to like that. I'm going to save it till I can binge yeah. it. And then I did like four seasons or whatever, three seasons. And then. Right, right, right. Oh cool. my God. It's fantastic. Have you been there since day one? Yes. So I've been, I, the first three seasons, I was the decorator, mm-hmm. a set decorator. And then in season four, I stepped up to production designer, did season five, which is airing right now. And we're in prep for season six. For season six. I'm still here. Did you, did you, you're still there. Did you, well, congratulations on your Emmy nomination, number one, because it's awesome and well-deserved. And every, even every year that I, because I look at sets and everything, even every year the show has been nominated for an ADG award, I'm like, that's 
people are watching it for the right reasons like that's good (laughs) so sweet thank you did you want to be a designer or this opportunity came up um being a designer was definitely something that started to become a little more important to me in like the the latter years of me being a decorator um I found myself in situations working with designers sometimes that I felt like I was, um, I don't know how to put it, you know, maybe, I don't know what the right words are. Well, yeah, it just seemed like not on the same page, or, or, or doing too much of their work yeah. or, yeah. um, you been, know, been there having finding myself to having to sort of dumb my voice down or like keep quiet about things that I knew maybe I didn't want to keep quiet about anymore you know what I mean oh absolutely and then and then it was more about I've been decorating for a long time it was nice to like start having different challenges and like thinking about different things and solving different types of problems and being able to make decisions that were bigger and have more impact than you know picking the perfect fabric and the couch orientation and what kind of blinds we're going to go for in that set you know what i mean yeah oh yeah i mean i have production designed other shows just way smaller totally different not as interesting or on the scale before yeah so and then a show that is so close to my heart like this show and you know every tassel every lampshade every cushion is like something that I handpicked yeah. for the sets it just felt like a, a proper extension you know like it made sense to be put in that role so did you let it be known like hey if you leave I would like to step up like do you have that conversation um, not that like hey I don't want you to leave but no, you know it really <laughs> that way that the previous designer um she had some life changes happen and she was going to move on and um I guess they discussed who best take the position and I think um out of loyalty and out of not wanting to bring in an unknown they thought and asked me if I would take on that role but they someone knew that you would like they couldn't just uh, yeah I guess, yeah I guess. yeah <laughs> I mean it, I never said hey I want that job uh-huh. it never those words never came to my mouth um but it was COVID it was the height of COVID and that was at a point where our designer was not able to travel so we're shooting in Toronto and right. she was not able to be here so I think inadvertently I kind of not that I did her job but I became the point person right. on the floor here because me and my team were here and it just sort of maybe that's a bit of how it came to be yeah did you find it hard then to ha- to hire a decorator and to trust a decorator because <laughs> i think that would be yeah, my hardest so thing i know <laughs> well i so my main buyer at the time my main buyer was carrie wiley um with the day they asked me if i would production design i took her into the parking lot i'm like hey they asked me to production design would you want to be the decorator and she looked at me and she said only if we can win an Emmy. <laughs> well, then, you know what? She's a smart girl. She's got to put it out uh, there. I like, can't guarantee that. The likelihood of that is pretty slim. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. But, you know, she's like, well, I don't really want to take on the extra stress of decorating and all that stuff. And 
I was like, don't worry, I'll be right there. It's right. going to be hard for me to let go. <laughs> um, so I kind of convinced her. And that just meant we could keep the rest of the team intact. Yeah, yeah. You know, so if she moved up, then it was that like we'd just replace her and all of our <clears throat> lead set dressers and all the, the everybody else could stay in place. And yeah. We really love each other. We're a very tight team, very tight crew. So it was really important that that was a thing. And they were all like, do it, do it. And she's like, I don't know. And then when we started doing it, it was like, like, she's like, I still feel like you're the decorator and I'm just like the lead buyer, but it's because I couldn't let go. Yeah. You know, it was like, I, I know how to decorate this, especially this, this show. I know how to decorate it. And I can't, I still love fabrics and curtains and couches and all the things that I, I can't just stop thinking about exactly. that. That's why I'm asking this because I don't know if I, I would just be like, listen, go to Omega. It's in that row, blah, blah, blah. Like I know it's there. <laughs> exactly. I think, I think, I mean, I'm just going to be that kind of production designer. I think that does care about the set decor yeah. more than other maybe. And I guess everybody has a different route to how they end up being designers. Some come up as from set design route, some are, scenic painters or you know everybody comes from somewhere else and that part of you never leaves I don't think no. you know I'm, I'm still gonna yeah you know just just 20 minutes ago I was in the set deck office and I was pulling the blinds material and the flooring and the carpet and I'm putting them all together it's just how yeah. I do things and we all gather around and we work together but so yeah I don't I haven't really let go of that but I I think it only makes you should. a stronger designer having that know-how and, and having that like, no, I yeah. know we could find that fabric. Well, I know we you could. know, when I'm designing a set, sometimes I'm like, well, no, the windows can't go to the floor in that room because we need somewhere to put furniture. You know, right. you can't just have a room full of windows when you're doing an office. You need somewhere for the credenza to go. Thank you. So I do design sets, <laughs> yeah, with these things in mind because I've been handed floor plans and I'm like this how can I put a bed and a desk in here and how we know the guy needs to come through the wall which wall like it's not working because nobody thought it through the way a decorator would right how yeah. how is that with decorating and designing for the show with some of the special effects that they have of like you know the the, the bat flies into the chandelier or like you know going mm -hmm. through walls or mm -hmm. anything like that there's a lot of moving parts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, we start with the script, right? We know, okay, here's the story, here are the beats, here are the, the question marks, here are the challenges. And then we work it through, you know, in the concept meetings. It's like, really, do you really want this chandelier to explode or can it just sway or, right. you know, what, what, what are the, what are the fun things that we should be fighting for? You know, what's going to have the biggest bang for the buck? And then we, you know, then we work with the director and be like, okay, how do you want to do this? Where's the camera going to be? How, how do you want the actors to interact with this thing? And then if it really is like a crazy gag, then we'll, we know that the stunt people and the special effects people will have to test it. So we'll have to build a rig for them times three for them to troubleshoot it. And then on the day, we'll probably know we need another three to have three takes for this thing to right. happen, you know? So things can snowball pretty quickly. That's why we always try and understand what are the what are the biggest bangs? What are the things worth fighting for? AKA spending and energy and time, yeah. resources. Right. So, yeah, I mean, especially on this show, now that we're going into season six, 
with all the stunts we've done and all the wacky things, they keep trying to outdo themselves, right. you know? Well, yeah. They, they want to make it bigger, want to make it better, yep. more cinematic, more over the top, more things flying around, more blowing up. Well, yeah. I think, I think it happens a lot more in comedies where development of characters and everything and it and then it, if if a network allows it by the time it gets to season three and four they hit it this they hit this magic stride of like yeah. okay the actors know and then the writers know and this is this is the path really where the jokes yeah. are and there is always like on parks and everything like it was always like well, what are we going to do now what can we so i totally understand that trying to make it bigger better wow factor mm, bigger better and more interesting and more challenging more blood for you more, which more captivating yeah kills me whenever like <laughs> i know that it's this one that's airing but that back of the store room um and he gets oh, yeah. bitten and it's just like blood everywhere i was like oh what a nightmare <laughs> yeah that, that was a funny because you're reading it right and you're like yeah. you're, i think that was the first script of the season and it was like the first scene I'm like chomping at the bit to read the scripts and it's like and there's blood spraying everywhere and you're just like okay here no. we go what we do in yeah. the shadows um, but um we had to build that room obviously because oh. you can't go to a location that's bright blood yeah. everywhere and <laughs> in that case we did uh the walls were like um like a fake drywall finish so we just had layers of tough back painted to look like drywall so that we could quickly reset it if we oh, had wow. to. Same with the ceiling tiles, just pull them out, put in clean ones. And that's how we did that. Oh my God, so much blood. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, I hope they did this, but I know they didn't in one take. Like, <laughs> but I know they didn't. We got in the first take, so we didn't even have to reset everything. You know, we do all this planning and safeguarding, and then oh, that and then time, they, oh. they got it. Well, wow. That's yeah. fantastic. That's yeah. amazing. Um, Having done, having like watching the show and then looking at your website and seeing pictures mm. of the sets, mm. the the show is so dark, but it has to be, mm. and it's great. Mm. But some of the patterns and colors in the walls and the and and uh, drapery or everything do get a little lost. So I would encourage people to look at your website because. You know what, I have to update my website. Well, it's, you, it's like a few years old. They're the last three seasons, I don't even think are on there. But you they, know, you get busy, and the last thing you're doing is updating your website. But even, like, you still see so much depth in, like, your the tapestries. And, mm-hmm. my God, I'm so in love with all of the lampshades. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I know, right? It's and, so much fun. Yeah, we dive into the details. Like, it's important yeah. to us to create, like, a really textured and layered environment. And I swear that sometimes when the actors when we give them a new set and they come in and they see all that detail it's really it's fun for us to see the reaction but I think it also supports them in doing a good job themselves because they believe where they are you know like oh yeah they're often like wow and like they pull me in and be like how did you what is that you know oh that's great because some actors just think elves do it and they walk in and then they just are oblivious so it's yeah. nice to know yeah. well they're focused on their their own work yeah. right like <laughs> yeah. um it i have done a bunch of coffins and i know that it's me but sometimes it's props but like with like anders coffin and everything and the design of that, was that designed or was that found or like? Andor's Coffin, that was created during the pilot, which was done in L.A. Oh. 
Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't do the pilot. I came on after it. So that was, I think the lid is 3D printed and oh, wow. it was just a box they built. They built you know? it, yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of this stuff is custom because weird things happen to them and in them, you know? Yeah. The um, yeah. the the vampires, though, each having their own room and you being able to give them character in their own room. Is there a deep mm-hmm. dive into vampire history here? Are you watching Bram Stoker's a lot? or? <laughs> <laughs> I've watched a lot of vampire shows. I have a lot of, you can see, like, behind me, I've got a Leo bunch Cole. of vampire books that yeah. are just references. You know, I joke sometimes that I am a vampire because I, I have, I feel like, really fair skin, and I put on a lot of sunscreen all the time, and I'm like, I'm a vampire. But, like, I, I think it's, there's some truth to it because I've just been in vampire mode world. <laughs> you know, like, I... We have weird conversations about vampires and what can they can do and can't do. And, you know, yeah, vampire lore. And so, yeah, <laughs> I've, I've kind of, I haven't, haven't watched a vampire film in a little while, but I'm always looking for the next fun one to watch. I recently rewatched uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula, the Coppola one from the 90s. Yeah. It does not hold up. Yeah. It does not. No, it doesn't. No. Oh, but it's its own thing. It's just, I know. It goes up against itself, you know? I mean, I was a big fan of that movie, and I haven't seen it in years, and I was, like, laughing out loud of, like, oh, my God, yeah. this, this is so stupid. There was a remake recently of um, the Brad Pitt, Tom Cruise one. What was it? Oh, oh yeah, as a series, I, Interview with the Vampire. Yeah, I want to see. I haven't seen that. Those sets are phenomenal. I, I haven't, like, watched it, yeah. uh, but I've, I've zoomed through for their sets. Their sets are pretty good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I need to watch that. Is it? But is the show good? Does it? Work? I didn't watch. I only zoomed through to look at sets. I didn't. Mm. I didn't watch it. Watch it because I. Uh, I read that book. I will love that movie. I don't know if I need to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um. What else? Oh. How? How is it? And I. I know this for myself sometimes. Of when you're finding set pieces or when you're designing the sets. You mm-hmm. also have to keep that comedy in there and that balance mm-hmm. of designing, but like keeping the comedy in. Do you find that frustrating or like a different challenge? No, or... I love it. I think on Shadows, it's particularly fun because we have the luxury of being a period show that's present day. Yeah. You know, so I can pull from any period. So sometimes it's funny to put like a totally modern thing with a Victorian thing or. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's just one, one of the things that we get to play with. The comedy is really though on the page and in the performances and our work just sort of supports all of that. And if we're able to add things that we think are funny, sometimes they resonate and sometimes they read and sometimes it's just for us, (laughs) you know, like little jokes between us. I always think of that puppet (laughs) as like the... the Yeah. And yeah. I, I love that. I love the cost, the costumes and everything. I got to ask, like, how is it like designing with those costumes? And I think too, like, especially with sofas or rooms, not making it too dark. So you, the costumes don't get lost because they're yeah. also dark. How does that, uh, how, how are you going with that? Cause everything's pretty dark. <laughs> it is dark, but I think I've noticed like in, at least in season five that's airing now, I think they must've done some different coloring in some post or lightning or something, because I feel like we can see things better. Mm. I think we're learning as we go, the, the different DPs and just building on what we know. And then in post, I think they 
they've, I think they've lightened things this mm-hmm. year. It just feels a bit brighter. And then I can see the details of the sets, like you were talking about yeah. and the costumes. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, the darkness was tough in the first season because everything was lit by our set deck practical lights, which yeah. was like, we kept having to throw more lights in and more yeah. lights. And I'm like, you guys need to light the set. Like, can't just be. Are you a hard ceiling? Soft ceiling. You have soft ceilings. They're like soft blocks. So they can yeah. do it. They can do it. <laughs> they can, they can, but then it was like too stark and it's like finding the balance and, you know, you learn as you go, right? Yeah. And you see the footage and I think, I think it's gotten brighter, the show, and I think then our sets are more visible, like the textures and the patterns you were talking about. But the Naja doll, Laura, our costume designer, Laura Montgomery, she's amazing. And if you notice that Naja and the doll are always wearing this, the matching outfits. Yes, yes, I do. So <laughs> often I go into the wardrobe area, which is just down the hall from me here, and there's a rack of the Naja doll clothes. <laughs> you know, so it's like a little dress that matches like Naja's crazy poofy dress and they'll be like the little shoes and the little pearls and the little hair clips it's like to die for adorable oh my god i love, I love I, that character altogether is just like ridiculous and amazing at the same time like, i know i know love it. so funny i'd have it's to, so funny i'd have to say my favorite character is laszlo though i just crack up yeah. whatever he says yeah, i just like crack up i love it i know his intonation the way he like yes. can draw a word New York City. Yeah, he's fantastic. How did you, um, how did you, once you got like the show rolling and everything, because I've taken Mm -hmm. over after a pilot, I must say, I've done this too. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. there's that feeling of, okay, we got to keep everything the same, but I want to add and I want to make it my own type thing. Um, Even, even as a designer, if you're taking over the show, like, how do you, how do you feel that went like because you can't really change there's you can't just change constantly something. new things to do yeah you know we keep the continuity keep the old of the previous designer um and there was someone before her who who designed the movie and then the pilot and then she came in and designed the first um three seasons and then i took over so there's always that continuity but like there's new stuff like season four we had a lot of new sets yeah that we added like i added a kitchen to the mansion we added we did the cabin that they went away to we did um my god we did the whole go flip yourself episode and the dream closet and um um the night market and then things like colin's room in season four yeah it was already designed but we 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 made an underwater version of it so that's quite a redesign because really the room was just four walls but now we had to make it so it was safe for actors to stand in water waist deep right. and scenes and all of that was like a whole engineering task and was quite a lot of work which I really enjoyed actually because that's technical stuff that I haven't really done before so I was like learning and figuring things out and you know was really satisfying when it was done because here we have a set that's underwater and then we use that same set and that same rig for when they're when Nandor and when Guillermo fall through the floor into water into the basement we're seeing in like we we multi-purposed it so yeah we you know someone else designed Colin's room but, but yeah. we have to figure out how to make it underwater right 
which not simple. No, <laughs> it's almost yeah. a, probably a redesign in safety. It's a redesign for lighting. It's a redesign oh. for actors. It's a hundred percent. And like logistically, it was crazy because we had to have a pre-flooded room, the flooded room, a post-flooded room with evidence of flooding, and then I think there was one more. We ended up building that room four times. Oh my god. Because there were just four different scenarios that needed to be. So logistically, it's like, wait, which room is this? <laughs> which version? And then, like, you know, scheduling it. It's like, okay, this is post-flooding. You know, complicated I, stuff. I'm Now I'm mixing it up. Was the nightclub last season not just nightclub? Oh, sorry. You just, you just cut it. Oh, yeah, not just nightclub. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that, that was, was huge set. Season four. Huge. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so I mean that was we were repurposing the archives library, which is from these season three. But oh, right. we had to do the branding here. There's her. Yeah, you got the, you per- the, the her neon, the neon in the back sign. of you. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we branded it, and then we built a stage, and we had to build the big bar thing, and then the blood rig and the sprinklers, and yeah, it was a lot of work. Yeah. So, but yeah, look fantastic. I mean, a bar's enough work, but like. It it looks huge on C, on 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 the screen too. Like it looks. It, it wasn't tiny. It's quite a big place. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big set. Yeah. the The height of the ceilings looks huge too. Yeah. If you, I mean, I don't know if you remember, but the chandeliers in there are eight feet in diameter. Oh. It gives you a sense of the scope of the room. It's big. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. It's fun. Um. See, I, I, it's funny because in watching it and then I'm sure like working on it, although you have a time stamp of like when you started to design, the sets mm-hmm. almost start to run together because <laughs> you're like, mm. oh my God, how did yeah. they do all well, yeah, that? Yeah, because I mean, I was here when I wasn't designing, I was yeah. decorating. So it's like, it's all one big mishmash for me. Yeah. Are you like a nine day or 10 day shoot per episode? Um, it's Usually we do it in blocks and pair blocks together mm. we're we're like 10 days for two episodes oh wow that's tight. yeah it changes though depending on the scope of things and what what needs to happen so it's it's always a moving thing but it's around that yeah considering how much you build per episode that's yeah that's a lot, <laughs> that's a lot i know do. exactly it's like it's it's um when we're in production it is mayhem it is go 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 Plus, you're prepping the next block. So we all know how that goes. Oh, it's not like you're just oh, yeah. shooting and then you're like, la-di-da. Oh, next week, I don't know what I'm going to do with my week. There's no more, like, built-in hiatuses anymore unless you get one, which would be fantastic. But I haven't heard of anyone getting a hiatus in years. No, no hiatus. Oh, my gosh. Are those? Right? Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would have been nice. Yeah, no, we don't. I'm just um, I'm happy that we're now that we're working and when yeah. a lot of people aren't so I'm thankful for that so is it a WGA is it America is it American show or is it a Canadian show yeah no, it's an American show so we have um scripts that we're just in prep right now we're not shooting right, so right. there's no like we're no. not so we're still in prep we have scripts that were written before the strike happened yeah. So we have enough to prep to yeah. go on until, I mean, very soon we're going to hit yeah. a wall where we can't do more without writers or um, actors. That really hasn't happened yet. Yeah. I was on a show that 
we had seven scripts, but they still shut it down. That was annoying mm. because it was before the actor oh, no. strike, so they could have. <laughs> I feel like they could have. Oh no! They... Does it? Do you think it'll come back though? Yeah, they're supposed to. I mean, the producer's been in in touch and everything, and so lovely about like you know, can't wait to see you again, but. It's Don't like, know well, when. who knows when, but <laughs> such a weird time in the industry. Eh? Yeah, it's uh, mm -hmm. it's it's weird and it's sad because I think all people just want to be, you know, treated fair. I don't think anybody's really asking for like a ridiculous get. Oh, for sure. For I sure. Mean, and you look at the numbers and like what what everybody's asking for it just doesn't seem that crazy if the executives take a little bit of a pay cut maybe well the other thing is like i've said they've been under this new contract for years they've gotten away with a lower rate for all of these shows so mm -hmm. you kind of got away with it for a really long time bravo and now it's time to be like everybody else it's not yeah I don't well, know. and also it's about the transparency too about like oh yeah like, They're you don't kinda, know. Like, let's share the info, you know? Don't you find that weird? Because I've done streaming shows, too, of, like, well, it's out. Like, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's out. I don't know no, who's watching. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> People could watch the whole series in a day, and, like, now nah, that's it. Yeah. Now what do I do? <laughs> and you don't, I mean, you, you're kind of like, oh, it's number, on Netflix, sometimes they'll tell you if it's number one. I don't even know if those things are true. I think it's just, like, to get yeah. you to watch something based on yeah. your watching algorithm. Um, yeah. I, I do you remember like the, we used to be able to get the reports and like yeah. the numbers like oh 500,000 people watched yeah. the first episode the Nielsen like, ratings used it. to come out like what every Thursday morning or whatever and you'd be like yeah. oh man we just tanked it last night <laughs> yeah it's so funny <laughs> now it's, it's like oh I don't know sure. we picked up for another season yeah that's nuts because yeah. I don't know anybody who watches this and then you're like a billion are, are we people trending on TikTok is, yeah. that, is that the metric <laughs> yeah. now like how we measure things uh, do you have any favorite sets that you've done, either design or um, um, decorating? Season four, I'm really proud entirely of season four. I feel mm. like my little team worked really hard and we just killed it. Uh, I loved adding a kitchen to the mansion set. Yeah. That was very satisfying, even though, you know, vampires don't eat. Yeah. It still feels like the home, the heart of the home, and we just needed that. So that was a fun one. Um, like I was saying, the call and the technical stuff was really cool for me to figure all that out. I found that super interesting. I loved the cabin that we did, Sean's family cabin, oh, the yeah. hunting cabin. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. We <laughs> built that in studio. That was a fun one to do. Um, fun locations like Richie Suck's apartment. I don't know if you remember that oh, one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crazy stories. We went in like, the day we started set dressing that and it was flooded it was like freezing cold outside it was flooded i'm like oh my god how are we gonna shoot in here there's like six inches of water but miraculously all the water went away and we just shot it was great <laughs> that guy had a problem <laughs> that guy needed the location money <laughs> yeah oh my gosh and then oh no but it wasn't really it was a silo it was like an old oh. um wasn't a home by any means it was like a weird industrial um tower basically and so we shot his apartment at the base of it oh my god i don't know if you remember that character that's so Richie funny Suck. he was in the bar he, a performer in Adge's bar right right and then, and then the night market the one that we submitted for the emmy consideration that was pretty fun it was a satisfying install 
Do you find yourself now on the design side looking at like, oh, I know lighting wise, this is going to be candles or this is going to be like, are you making design choices based on more candle lit rooms or? Um, not so much, but I do have a good feel for the lighting on this show. Cause like I say, a lot of the early years, a lot of the lights were what I could provide, you yeah. know, and then we sort of hammered out what, what looked best and what worked and what type of light bulb. And, you know, we, we did flicker bulbs for the longest time because it looks like a flame on camera. And then, you know, the lighting or the lack of lighting can impact a set like immensely. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. And it's like everything. So I focus a lot on lighting actually. And, you know, collaborating with our DPs to make sure that we're all on the same page and that we like the feeling and lighting can be sculptural. It can be, give you ambiance and could be, you know, where things fall off into darkness can give you so much grace and so much drama. Yeah. You know, so lighting is very much a key element. And when I think about our sets here on shadows. Yeah. And it's, it's beautifully done. And I've, I have had a hell of a time the last couple shows with like everything being have to do like be changed over to LED. Oh yeah, well, there's like, that whole chestnut, right? Yeah, so that's that's fun. <laughs> yeah, but it's, and it depends who you ask how they feel about LED versus incandescent, and it's yeah, it's a whole new world. I, I I heard that we're not going to be able to even get incandescent bulbs. No, soon, like at all. There's a there's a whole thing too in California. If you want to buy certain fixtures, they won't even send them to California because of the type of bulb. Like California doesn't allow them anymore. So that's right. a whole like, thing. that's like a whole thing. It sucks. Yeah, we do a lot of custom lighting too on the show. Mm. We, we have, like our wiremen are very busy because we're constantly trying to reinvent and make things neat and not boring yeah <laughs> well i don't yeah. there's not one episode has ever been boring in my in my no. watching all of it yeah. so fantastic um let me see i i also i want to ask you about the hardware too because it's mm-hmm. blowing my mind that you have time to decorate mm-hmm. now design and have a amazing hardware business they're beautiful oh, beautiful you. designs how did you get into that so that was a result of the film industry, actually, because there would be, you know, between gigs, I found that there'd be like this, you know, you're working, you're getting paychecks, you're, you're earning, you're doing your creative, and then the job would stop. And if you didn't have another job lined up, you're either, you know, creatively bored or broke or both. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like, okay, I wanted to design a business for myself that could be a creative outlet. And that could be something that I would start as like a side hustle on the side. So I'm have another generating another stream of income. Yeah. Smart. And that, you know, just try it and see how it goes. And I love things. I love stuff. I love hardware. And I, you know, I've always found that the hardware that I could get locally was never as exciting as I wished it was. So I made my own. And what started as a side hustle is now a small company that's, you know, thriving and, I'm sending hardware all over the planet. Oh my God, that's fantastic. Do you use it on the show? 
<laughs> I have a couple times. I'll I'll just bring in like things that are you know seconds or pieces that are marred that you'll never notice on camera. But I couldn't send to a high end design firm or something. You know, I yeah. can't sell it, so I'll just bring it and put it on the set. Oh, so I've done that a few times. That is yeah. fantastic. They're beautiful pieces. I looked all through oh, it. Like I was like, thank you so much. So I love smart. bronze. I love the process of casting bronze, and I love experimenting with it. And I uh, it's it's resonating with the folks out there, the designers and yeah. stuff. And so it's very unique and, and the craftsmanship looks amazing on it too. Oh, thank you so much. Oh yeah. yeah it's my other baby. It's, yeah. it's tough. I'm not going to lie. Running a company and running the teams here and, you know, being the production designer on a busy show, but I don't think I'd have it any other way. Like I am a creative person. I need these outlets to yeah. feel like I'm alive. So I keep them going. <laughs> People are like, oh, it's so nice. You have the time off with your my twin boys. And I'm like, yeah, I love it. I was like, what do you do? And I'm like, I keep myself really busy. <laughs> like, yeah. I, actually, oh, I don't yeah. have a day off, really, with the podcast and them and like everything. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you have twins. How, how old are they? Four and a half. They just went to school last week. So I really oh, like they're at school all day now. And I'm like, yeah, wow, I really do have time to like do shit yeah. <laughs> so that's amazing yeah well, I it's love it been amazing boys I know they're the best I'm glad uh, I love girls I'm a girl but I'm glad I had boys <laughs> yeah, I have a little boy too so I get it I oh, get the little boy thing. yeah I don't know how yeah. old he's 12 12 oh, I can't take it I want I just want them to stop I know it's a weird one like you know growing up and when he's got his friends over and they their voices have cracked and they're like it sounds like teenagers in the house I'm like I'm not ready for this no. I just got used to like being out of diapers or you know what I mean like it's just time flies isn't it the best to bring them to set and get pictures that must be an yeah. amazing set to bring a kid to yeah well it's been COVID right so I couldn't bring him recent years oh yeah but I brought him here the other day during our prep here and it was fun for him because our uh, special effects guys came by and they were talking about blowing stuff up and he's like oh yeah that's cool <laughs> and then and then when I go home and talk about work he's like well I feel like I know everybody there now so tell me what did so-and-so say oh that's awesome yeah. oh, I'm gonna bring him back because yeah. he had a good time I would sneak, I usually will sneak mine onto the set on when we have to work a weekend and we're the only ones right. there. <laughs> then I'm like, yeah. okay, Aww. you can come. One time they helped do, do a little restaurant. They were putting the salt and, sh page, you know, salt and pepper shakers on the table. Yeah. They like loved it. I was like, oh, good. But you're not going to do yeah, this. Yeah, I remember <laughs> when he was really little, I brought him to a set once and he opened the fridge and there was like fake food in there. And he was like, wow. <laughs> He's like, look, mom, it's a fake strawberry. I'm like, I know, put it back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that is like it helps a little bit of like oh I you know I might have missed something or I didn't get to tuck you in that night but like look you got to see mommy work like we say that yeah. all the time like I want to go back to mommy work and like yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's what we do. um I so I won't see you I will meet you because I'm your governor but I won't see you till January now which is a bummer are you going to come yeah. to the Emmys <laughs> The Emmys coming to the Emmys? Yeah. Of course, I'm gonna come. Okay, good. So then I'll meet you then. Some, I mean, you never know schedule wise. Some people don't aren't able to come, but you never know. But yeah, yeah. wouldn't miss it because you know we were nominated in season two, mm -hmm. and that was like the height of COVID. COVID, like there was no travel. I couldn't even leave my house. Oh. So I watched it all <sighs> from 
home, you know, so I'm, I'm calming. Oh, good. Miami's. Oh, good, good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Are you... I maybe, maybe we'll settle soon and they'll move it up. Do you think there's any possibility of that? No. No. I think that they've... It was hard enough to move the date and to get it coordinated, yeah. like, with the network and, like, the venues right. and everything, so... I think that it's January and then if it's not settled close to that they have to push it or I don't know what they'll do so it's gotta be settled tell me it'll be settled I know I hope hoping I just heard something like maybe Labor Day after Labor Day the writers might but I don't know where like you know everybody hears something and you're like where'd you hear that like I don't know like I don't know yeah how, how truthful words through shores yeah exactly yeah. so who knows but i hope it's got to be soon right <laughs> it's got to be yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's ridiculous it's be right? <laughs> yeah. yeah can't go on for much longer are you uh are you watching anything or have you seen anything lately that you find inspiring mm, i i want to rewatch peaky blinders i love oh. that show that's oh, beautiful i love the the way it looks, I love the mood, I love the vibe, I love the acting. Another dark I love show. That show. Yeah. The dark show, yeah it's, yeah. it's a vibe and I get I can I can get sucked into it and I really liked being there in that particular one. Um what else have I watched lately? I walked I, I worked with that DP and he's amazing and his work mm. is phenomenal, so beautiful work. Yeah, it's beautiful. I I, yeah. I just love it. I love everything about it. I wanna rewatch it again. Yeah. That's a good just one. Eat it up and yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I've been watching stuff, but I I just can't think off the top of my head. I've been I've been into like low budget horror movies. Oh, that's a good. Genre. I don't know why. It's just you know because I can watch them with my son, and um, sometimes I, I get a little saturated with all the big budgets and all the glossy stuff. I just want to see like, you know full-hearted filmmaking yeah where people are trying to do a lot with a little are you talking like friday 13th like what do you what do you or like i don't know there's all those um oh my god my words are leaving me right now the there's that series i can't even think of the name final destination (laughs) no wow i'm getting old I can't even think of the name of this. Oh, this I say that all the time, like my vocabulary time. is gone. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just basically stuff that just like the the projects they feel so earnest, you know, like you know that they had like six million dollars and they are trying so hard to like yeah get it good, you know. I just I don't know, find that yeah. interesting. Well, and probably a little bit of research for you. <laughs> yeah, I guess. You know, it's just it's stuff I can watch with my kid and get him excited about filmmaking. And and then I'll say to him, like, how do you think they did that? Or what did you think of that scene? Or, you know, were you scared there? Yeah, you, that's good. I'm going to remember that. That's a good bonding. Mm. Uh, that's a good yeah. bonding. So far, I've given, the, I, I let them watch Ghostbusters, but I've taken mm. out a couple parts. And then uh, they love Sandlot. <laughs> right. So yeah, Ghostbusters. I remember my kid loved that movie yeah. like when he was really young. Like yeah. we, I think we've seen it like sixteen times or something ridiculous. Oh yeah. They love it. They play Bankman and I got slimed and he's yeah. they they like no lines already. I love it. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the best. 
Um, thank you so much for cutting out this time for me. And I'm sorry if I kind of stalked you on social media to get you. No, no, that's okay. Thank you so much for chatting with me. And like, I, I there's a whole inbox I just realized I have on my phone on the Instagram I didn't know about. The, it, it's a, a weird. There. It's weird mm-hmm. too because. I, I always hesitate to contact someone because I feel like when, when I'm like, oh, I have a message, like I didn't even know I had a message on there. It didn't tell me for like a week or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's not very exactly. good. There's a whole inbox that it's like you have to like say, yes, I want access to yeah. this inbox. Yeah. And there were a bunch of messages that some of them were really old and I'm glad I saw your message. Yes, me too. Me too. Because I'm a <laughs> fan and um, I'm also just was totally intrigued how you moved up and like. Oh, how you're handling yeah. it sounds like you've you're on point so it sounds like thank no. you thank you so much i'm Thanks excited to out. uh i'm excited to meet you eventually yeah. and uh so excited to see another season of the show so oh yeah there. well there's a few episodes left to season five that haven't aired yet so there's some fun stuff coming up yeah and season six looking is looking like it's gonna be a rip roaring good time <laughs> <laughs> It was so nice to speak with her and I kind of stalked her on social media to see if she wanted to do the podcast so I'm glad that she responded because I really do love the show and I'm so mad I forgot to ask her about that theme song oh god I love that theme song the first time I like binged this series I just it was in my head for days and days I love it I forgot to ask her about that but well good luck to everyone Good luck to everyone uh, who is nominated. Emmy voting ends on August 28th. So there's many nominees to listen to. And if you are not a voter, you can still listen to all of these wonderful people talk about how creative they are in in TV. Uh, The Creative Emmys will be January 6th and 7th. So even though voting ends next week, the Emmys have been pushed due to the writer's strike. So the creative enemies also have been pushed till early next year. Bummer. So, um, let's talk about next week. Next episode is production designer Liz Bischoff, who is this gem of a little show, which is from Canada and then now is on the CW. They have it online. I was very confused, but uh, production designer Liz Bischoff talks about this show called Son of a Cringe. It is basically like the Wonder Years, but it's in Newfoundland. And it's a crazy little town set in the 80s. It's kind of, yeah, it's kind of like the Wonder Years-ish. And um, Malcolm McDowell plays this um, grouchy old grandpa, <laughs> which is kind of funny. And he shares the bedroom with his, like, I don't know if he's eight or ten-year-old grandson. So, comedy ensues. So, I hope you got an earful. I'm Kim One Up for decorating pages. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. 
Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.